to create a space to help you make your way through the world. When you gotta stop living up here, start living down here. The way to do that is safe space for depravity. 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 Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary folk. This is a safe space for depravity podcast. I am none other, one of the two hosts of this show, Wellington Boys. The longer we do this, I feel like the worse we're getting at it. But my name is Quinn Lemieux. Got to got to add some pizzazz to the to the intro. Um, yeah, how's it going, man? Good. Uh, you know, it's been uh, it's been an interesting week since uh, since we last talked. A lot of uh, a lot of major shit going on. But I yeah. want to start. I, I, the first thing I want to start with is this. Uh, uh, was this fucking Apple event that happened on Tuesday? Because I think uh, that'll be the most lighthearted <laughs> of these topics today. So, couple couple things. Number one is shout out Apple for going back to just putting colors on their computers for no reason. Wait, what? Like, yeah, dude. You remember the old school Macs yeah, that the had ones, yeah the ones that look like fucking uh, someone describes that as like Beatles. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. BMW Beetles. <laughs> yeah, so they started doing that again, um, which is which is pretty wild, and I think it's kind of stupid, but also it's kind of like I don't know. I can respect it. It's definitely a way to go. Yeah, it's nostalgic. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, the other cool thing that they came out with is uh, I don't know if you use tiles, the little location tracking things that you can put on your phones or wallet or whatever. No. All right. So there are these little Bluetooth things that you can like put on a keychain or you can put in your wallet or you can put or like a sticker that you can put on things. Uh, And Apple came out with their own one of those. And I was like, oh, okay, like classic Apple, you know, joining the game late or whatever. And then also in classic Apple fashion, being late to the game and then just absolutely fucking up the competition because tiles work if you're around like. So if I lose my shit, it's only like Bluetooth range. Basically, it can tell me like, hey, here's the last time you were near whatever thing it was. And then it'll give me like an address, which is nice. You know, I don't mind that. What Apple did was they made this small little disc and they're like, okay, so it does the same thing. But here's the kicker. If anybody else with an iPhone ever gets near the thing that you're by, we'll update the location. So, like, basically, if I left my backpack on, you know, the New York City subway, for example, and it just goes to the next stop or whatever, if I if it was a tile, it would just basically be like, yo, uh, the last place it was was the stop that you got off at and nobody's seen it since or like no other, you know, so, there's no, so it's like there's no other way that within a radius like of a human being with another tile or just an iPhone it would pick no, 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 up no, yeah so like a tile would be like yo you haven't been near this since you got off at your stop subscribe to tile pro if you want us to hook you up with other people who have tiles that maybe can come grab that signal for you or whatever the case may be apple was like nah fuck that anybody that has an iphone that's in the vicinity of that thing it will update the location of that thing that's, and you can live track it that is insane and if somebody picks it up and puts it to their iPhone, it pops up with your name and a number that they can call to be like, yo, I got your shit. 
So I just got to give a huge shout out to Apple for solving that problem because with the amount of iPhones in the world, bro, there's going to be a lot of shit that is going to be found because of that. You might as well uh, retire lost and found at this point. Bro, <laughs> I'm not that... kidding. I I saw that shit and I was like, whoa, that is, that's the, that's the solve. That's just how you solve that problem. Yeah, it's either life. found or you got your shit stolen. It's yeah, like, exactly. but the yeah. thing is, I know where you live now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, either either they they toss it out or whatever the case may be. But here's the here's uh, uh, here's the other cool thing. If let's just say it sits on the subway and it goes like you know, if I'm in Midtown and it goes all the way to Harlem, uh, anybody that's sitting next to it, even if like it's updating the location of it, if somebody is sitting next to your specific AirTag for long enough, they'll be like, "Yo, there's an AirTag near you. You might want to like check it out." And so they'll basically it, it basically tells somebody like, "Yo, some shit's lost near you. Like you might want to go grab it." real quick but here's the kicker you would think if you're sitting in the car with your friends it would do the same thing because it's like yo there's an air tag sitting in the car nope because you're in the car so it knows that it's not lost so it won't ping your friends if you're just riding up in the car um and somebody else's phone is connected to it for a long time because it can also sense that your phone's there so i just it sounds great but in a realistic world that we live in like where you said in New York, and it's like, oh, hey, someone lost this. I would say a good 85% of people are like, oh, well, so? Well, here's, <laughs> it pops well, here's, up on the phone. Okay. Well, I think you said it best. Nothing will be lost anymore. It's yeah, either found or it's stolen. <laughs> There's no more in between. People know now where the shit is. Yeah. It's, either, it's either you're getting it back or somebody didn't want you to get it back, mm. which I can live with. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like it would give you like some closure where it's just like, you know, when you you're missing something, you're like where the fuck did it go? Like I can't like there's no way that I've lost this thing, and it's like did someone steal it? No, it couldn't. And then you just kind of like go uh, go about your life, but you kind of ponder. You're like, did I lose it or did it, was it stolen? Here's that, yeah, it cuts out the middleman. I, I, if I, I if if I had if I had one superpower, and I've thought about this since I was. It would be the fine shit. No, 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 no. Listen, or, or I wouldn't call this a superpower, but if I could have one thing added to my life, that would be like, like paranormal or like an extra power. The one thing that I would want is in those situations where you lost something and it's just driving you crazy. Like there are times that I'm okay with just being like, okay, it's gone forever. But there are times when I know it's in the house or like it's somewhere where it, yeah. I, it's accessible and I just don't know where it is. There are times when all I want is just a little button to click on, like in my mind where you can view exactly where it's at, but then you forfeit the right to ever get it. So like if I look to see where it is automatically, that means it just gets sucked into a black hole and I can never have it again, but I'll know. I'll, I'll know I'll know where that thing was and be like, oh, okay. I'll keep that in reference. Just a little, just a little like picture, like one of those like kidnapper Polaroids. It's, like, right <laughs> it's just like the- everything is just like kind of zoned in on the item. It's just like yeah. okay, it's it's somewhere there. <laughs> okay, it would have been there, but now I've lost the right to ever get it. Got it. Okay, keep that keep that in mind for you. It's like that an NFT. Be- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be that would be one thing. 
that I would love to have added to my life. I'm okay with losing the thing. I just want to know where I lost it. And you can have it, but just let me know how I lost it. Yeah. Like, was I being irresponsible? Like, how do I explain this later on? Like, well, I just lost it. How do you just lose it? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I sucked dick on accident. How you suck dick on accident? <laughs> exactly. Um, and then the third thing, which is the most relevant uh, to this podcast, is that Apple is coming out with uh, paid subscription tiers uh, for podcasts. And I think it's a great idea. Um but at the end of the day, here's why uh, it's never, or I shouldn't say it's never going to happen, but here's why people aren't going to attach themselves to it is because Spotify threw $100 million at Rogan yeah. to make his podcast free on their platform, which is cool. But the problem is, is that what's going to end up happening is that now People are going to have to sign exclusivity deals with Apple or Spotify and do their podcast only on that platform because there's no way that if, let's just say, let's take us for example, if we were to charge 49 cents uh, a month for like bonus content on Apple, that means we can never put it on Spotify. That means wow. that I, you know what I mean? Like we could only do bonus content on Apple and then I don't know how you're like people are into whatever music thing that they have. Yeah. Like it's very hard to move people out of that. So anybody that's on a big, big scale is going to basically have to like look at it and just be like, okay, do we grab, do we grab a smaller bag from Apple and just start charging essentially half of our audience if they want to get bonus content and then just never give it to the other people? Or do we just say, fuck it go to Apple, try and get a deal done where we are exclusive over at Apple Podcasts and then do the same thing. So like, it just depends how much money they're trying to get because I feel like it's a small bite out of a bigger Apple rather than just saying like, the podcast is available for everybody yeah. and we're going to keep growing our audience and then go on to Patreon, like a whole different website if you, like for the dedicated fans. Yeah, and that's what makes more sense and that's why like when you told me about this, I was like, oh, that's a fat rip to Patreon but the point that you just made that I I see where it it'll be hard to get people to hone in on just Apple because people have Androids and use Spotify. No, no, it would be hard for your audience, not a person. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the person, yeah, 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 the person's yeah. either yeah, the, yeah, the person's either there or they aren't. Yeah, for people about, like about the audience, it's just like, well, I don't have an Apple product, so therefore I can't subscribe to one of my favorite podcasts uh and get the bonus content even though i want it and yeah. so like if an uh if a creator just chooses to do that then they're fucking up their own bag because you know like the, yeah. the patreon is where you're gonna get exclusivity like to everybody well, well i hate saying it like that but like it's just gonna give it to apple users mac user or uh uh, uh android users and just like people that just use a computer or something like i yeah. don't know well that's the, that's the weird thing to me about it is that I feel like this this uh, particular deal um, to give like paid subscriptions on Apple itself is interesting. But the problem is that like anybody that's going to pay for content is willing to go an extra step to go get the content like that's yeah. not that's not what's holding people back. So I feel like 
this is like a move where it's like, oh yeah, like we're fans enough to pay for it, but we're too lazy to go to the website. Like, I don't know how many people like that exist. So for me, it's just like, why would you cut your audience in half to go do something like that, reduce the size of your bag rather than just being like, yo, if you want to come in at $3 a month on, on Patreon, like I'll give you a whole new, you know, audio feed, or I'll give you a whole new other thing that yeah, like, like you a can, live you, stream or some shit. Yeah. Like yeah. So it, I think, I think there's going to be, I think it, it's a good idea, but I think what it actually sets up and it doesn't really affect small creators that much, but I think what it, what it's going to ultimately set, uh, set up is like things like, um, making a murderer or like any of the serial murderer podcasts. Like I could see a situation in which they're just like, okay, we can gear our exclusive content towards Apple, still make the regular one free, but maybe do like behind the scenes stuff there for uh, $2 a month if we yeah. can churn out that much content. So I think it's a smaller bag and it could be nice, but I feel like at the end of the day, all it's going to be geared to is, is signing these big podcasts to exclusivity deals to try and stop Spotify from, from doing what they're doing. Cause Spotify is taking the, like the SoundCloud route and just trying to be like, yo, we're trying to gobble up as much content as possible. We want your podcast over here. Like if you used to do the all in one platform anchor, well, we just bought that. So now your pod, now your podcast is, is here with Spotify and we want, you know, as many hours as we can log over here. Whereas Apple may go the route of like, okay, let's grab, you know, five of the top 10 biggest podcasts and make them Apple exclusives, put them on deals and then, and then throw that paid subscription in there because they make 30% off it first year, uh, which is, I mean, which is a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's bigger than the, the chunk that Patreon takes, which I think, um, at this point right now for like mid tier subscriptions is Patreon takes 8%. Oh, wow. Um, it, it's it's patreon patreon right now is probably depending on how you want to get involved with it is probably the most creator friendly monetization platform that that we have um but again it's Besides just smaller fans <laughs> i don't know i don't know what those cuts are like <laughs> well yeah, i can't i can't speak to that i don't know what what originally well, like, like like I, I love telling people how originally only fans was made for like it was just pretty much a, a patreon like mm. It wasn't exclusively like adult content and XXX and all that stuff. It like you could put it on there. It was just one of the only um, paywalls where you can receive stuff like that. And then it developed into like, oh, people get naked on here. Oh, I'm gonna try and make money off it. And so that's when I started seeing like porn stars use it and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, OnlyFans is picking up a porn audience because I think Patreon they have like limitations. Where you you can't post nudity, but OnlyFans is no, allowed. No, I think it's hardcore. Is is where they, they okay. draw their line? Yeah, and so OnlyFans was kind of just like, oh yeah, whatever. You can post whatever you want for your fans, and then it just developed into what it is today. Where if you just want to show a foot picture, you can make a quick buck. My, I think I think my understanding was the guy who created OnlyFans. Uh, originally started a uh, a chat like a campsite and he went from there and then tried to start something new and he was like well it could be a possibility that we could turn to you know more hardcore stuff but we're gonna try and monetize the platform porn <laughs> you know what i mean like he was just like i'm, I'm, I'm not gonna try i like i know yeah. what this can be like yeah. we, we can just turn this into porn and, and just move on from there yeah because I, I remember honest, like 
plenty like a, a lot of like friends that like I know um who do who use like uh many vids which is like the cam website and all that um many vids the Ama- the, Am- the Amazon of, of that content yes pretty much and so many vids is like they were taking up crazy cuts out of people's whatever and they have the payouts and all that and there's some girls and uh only fan or whatever creator cam creators were just like they're i have to hit this like line in order to get my money mm-hmm. every month and it became like just a task where they have to like fucking pump out like hey guys just know pretty much how we are with our podcast like hey we we have something out here like yeah. please go look at it and yeah, that's except, how they, except except <laughs> as it stands right now we're um, not getting paid for this <laughs> well we don't well we don't get paid for this but also we don't lose money on this either this this is true yeah like at the, like at this like at this point pass buying equipment it's like it, it doesn't it cost me a certain amount of money to host the podcast but like outside of that i mean yeah. it's you know I like the damage has been done with do. all the equipment that we have <laughs> yeah, right yeah yeah so yeah so exactly. that that's where that is um but yeah and so that's where only fans open the avenue for them to put out that those content videos and all that stuff but while also i think they maybe take away 10 percent, but on top of that they tax so it's I mean, still that's yeah, yeah I mean, and that's then, so them, so as someone who's like popular on only fans like uh shout out to miss be nasty like she like you can make that your career and people are like oh well these only fan girls don't pay tax yes they do they yeah. they're they're required to with OnlyFans so like they've if they've made it that acceptable to or not acceptable like accessible to yeah. put this as your tax and certain things can be tax write offs like your dildos and your butt plugs yeah. and stuff like that and you can make fucking six figures mm-hmm. and well, it's that, not like any d- d- anything has to be really deducted aside from like you owing the IRS and shit like that well and that and that's the funny part about like. Um, about like internet stars that were coming up like a little while ago was like like early early 2010s or like mid 2010s was that like nobody was paying taxes no and, and <laughs> yeah right so like so like it, you know talking it, it's to kinda, someone who's been in the circle sir yeah so so, so it's it's kind of nice on the on their end that that's kind of been like you know uh put into the workflow because you get into a situation where you start where you know you, you start making some a, money and you don't realize that yeah. you owe people mm-hmm. the people meaning the government yeah like i remember yeah. when i first got my when i got my first w2 and i was like what's this like my first w2 from all my whatever dealings with the like a youtube company of what they used to pay out to me mm-hmm. just from them and i was like wait this is just from them and I have other shit. Yeah. Oh, and then I had managers like, yeah, this is for <laughs> right around the same time, like in February. It's like, yeah, this is the number to our uh, accountant. So if y'all need some help with your yeah, right. taxes, I was like, yes, please, because I didn't know that this was a thing. I thought I was making my money, but in this world, you don't. You you quickly learn nothing's free money. Yeah. For and sure. if it is free money, it's illegal. Yeah, I mean, no doubt there. So I, I don't know. I just thought I, I thought that that whole event was was interesting, and it'll be, 
it'll be cool to see how that shapes the platform because now I, I feel like, and we've talked about how oversaturated the platform is, but at the same time, like it, it's going to, this is the first kind of like actual start of their little war between yeah. Spotify and Apple yeah. because Spotify has already been in talks to monetize um, the same way that Apple's doing it, but they're going to be, you know, a little later to the game to figure out how they want to do it. But again, <coughs> you know, in my mind, it just, it's all going to come down to an external website just because there's no way that you can bring those two podcast apps back together. Because if you're in Spotify, you're locked into Spotify. You don't like, I would never go to Apple podcasts. Like I'm a Spotify guy. I'm not going to Apple podcasts. Yeah, no, just I'm very much an Apple person. Like I, even so, our own podcast, I will dip into it on Spotify just to like make sure it's out. But I like exclusively listen to our podcast on Apple music or Apple yeah. podcasts. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you listen to your own music. Um, <laughs> um I think about that every Friday <laughs> because it's like, yeah, this is me. It's like you listen to your own podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, 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 Cause who else is? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I was, uh, I was riding in the car listening to it and, uh, and, and just writing down timestamps so I could go make clips later. Yeah, I was just like I was just like that's a good point at three oh six. Yeah, it's pretty much like that's where I'm like, oh okay, I can I listen to it after it's posted, so I know what I'm going to go into with editing for highlight clips and all that because I need to know. But then I will, it'll take the whole hour drive for me to work like my commute, and then after I get off work, I'll listen to it again. So wow. like I by the end by the next episode. I've probably listened to our podcast at least three to five times. <laughs> and that's that, wild. That's, I didn't know that. Yeah, and that sounds excessive, but that's how I am. I was even like that with my Vines, where I would watch the video so many times throughout the day before I just said, okay, I hate it, and I need to do better. So that's kind of what I do with the podcast, where it's just like, okay, this is a good first listen. Second listen, I'm like, okay, well, we can work on that. Third listen, damn, this is kind of boring. Fourth listen, and I'm just like just running things in my head where it's just like I'm running myself dry. Where I'm like, okay, this is not that good. We can do better next time or next week and whatever. And this is how you're going to change it and all that stuff. So I've always been that kind of person since I started making content. And it sounds sick, but <laughs> but um, I guess it's just like the nature of like how I like things to be perfected i'm not gonna say i'm a perfectionist others will but i i just like to i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say i'm a perfectionist others do that for me uh, i just really i'm out here i just i just really like to have my craft good but at the end of the day i will hate it at the end of the day <laughs> so it's it's it, yeah like like i said it's sick but it's like a lose-lose for me it's just like oh i got it i can do better so I don't know. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to the fucking Jake Paul Ben Askren. Yeah, and the in the words of or in the words <laughs> in the sense of talking about creators, Jake Paul and Ben Askren. Um, first of all, I'm not going to say that fight was rigged. Wait before before we hop into this, the one thing I want to say is is one of the fight I I can't remember the other dude's name, but it was Frank Mir versus like it was like Shane. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like that. Um, the USSR guy. 
No, the black dude. The, the okay, so Oscar De La Hoya kept saying the USSR. Yeah, he's not so he's not Soviet, and he's also not. And Mario so. Mario Lopez was just like that, that. That's not a thing anymore. And he's just like, oh, USSAR. I'm just like, sir, uh, get Oscar De La Hoya off the fucking airways because this yeah. man needs to shut the fuck up. Dude, Frank Mir, former heavyweight champion of the UFC, Nigga, came out there because Frank Mir is almost 300 fucking pounds of Dude. just mass, bro. Dude, he came into that ring looking like he was doing a butterbean cosplay. He was <laughs> enormous. It I was made no now, sense. Now listen, I'm not trying to like fat shame or put him down or do whatever but he good, good god he looked gigantic and very much like he was like oh i have a fight in six weeks i can probably start three weeks out okay, and then he yeah. lost anyway <laughs> so it's yeah. just like to me it's like that but, you but look across the thing is him. he stood his ground i thought frank mir was gonna get knocked the fuck out after like the third round and it's funny because like Eric and I were watching and he goes, this is going for six rounds. They think these guys can stand for six rounds. Other guy. Yeah, absolutely. He, he, yeah. he looked well conditioned and he was yeah. three years older than Frank Mir. But Frank Mir, he looked, I'm not saying he looked like shit, but in that realm, he looked like Brock Lesnar, like just fat Jack and yeah just a force not to be fucked with, but then you get in the realm of boxing and it's like, oh, I had a condition for this. Dude, <laughs> he I just looked gassed after the first round. Dude, it was it was painful to watch. And then and then the Jake Paul Ben Askren fight comes on and you look at Jake Paul. Jake Paul looks good. He's been training. You know, I can see that there's been some work put in. Ben Askren, if if you would have just turned and looked at him and he had swim short he had swim shorts and flip-flops on i would have been like oh so somebody's uncle's here grilling this man's on vacation dude i was just like uh, i mean i don't know because okay regardless of of whether the way once the way in grew, came in once yeah. the way in came in and you saw ben Askren's body and he <laughs> this is not what i said but someone said he's built like et like you knew he this fight was over. Yeah, and and again, not to denigrate him, um, but he's also not like a normal person. Like he's a professional athlete, so that stuff really matters. For also, him. he's an, a, a, also an Olympic athlete. Yeah, so I just I don't know. I don't know what I expected, but I just assumed he would give a shit. But you could tell from his whole mentality leading up to that fight, he's a very chill dude. Doesn't really give a shit. You know, I'm sure at some point he had a lot of fire burning for for the career, but he, I, I'm again, I don't know if it was rigged or if it wasn't or or whatever the case was, but it, one thing is very clear, and he did not give a single fuck about being in that ring. He did no. not give one no. shit about that, and it showed, and that's why I won't say the fight was rigged because Jake took it completely serious, yeah. and. Ben got knocked out, but I feel like he just took that hit and just said, "All right, I got my bag." Because yeah. walking out of walking out of that ring, mm -hmm. he was smiling, joking on camera, like with the walk off. And I'm like, "This nigga just got knocked out for over like what one point? I forgot the views. Mm -hmm. It was like one point four uh, 
million pay-per-view buys or some shit. And that's not even including the niggas that got it for free, such as myself. You can arrest me or whatever, but like I wasn't going to pay for that fight. But so many people watch that movie or that show or whatever, that boxing match, and he's just walking off just about his day. Like not shit happened. And everybody would be like, oh, that's rigged. But it, I think he just didn't care enough to sit and fight to yeah. win his bag. Yeah, the ref the ref stoppage was a little weird too. And granted, you know, before we get into this, I don't know that much about um refing for boxing, but I'll I'll say he stood up, he looked a little wobbly, but you get the you get the glove shake yeah. to make sure that, you know, you're still like mentally there. And again, I'm not an expert, but my thing is if I'm the ref, he's a little wobbly, but he's still there. I just let him go again. If he gets knocked down again in the next ten seconds, then just call it off. Call but he, it, yeah. but in my mind, like especially in a boxing ring, like people get really hurt in boxing when they get punched in the head a lot. Like yeah. the reason the UFC is safer is because like it's close range. And- well, it, well, it's one of those things like you're not going for fifteen rounds of yeah. getting punched in the head. You're going for five, five three, rounds three or to three rounds. Yeah. yeah, and so. You know, it's just less trauma on the head. You know, you can get choked out, which, depending on how you're choking somebody out, is relatively safe. Um, But, like, Ben Askren is not going to get exponentially more fucked up than he was at that point if that fight ends in the same round. So, in my mind, I'm just thinking, like, you just let him stand up, and if he gets knocked down again, then you can wave it. Because then, okay, clear. Yeah, from the first knockdown, yeah, he wasn't out cold, and he got up, and everything was fine. But... They said they should have called the uh, the Nate Robinson fight. Like, as soon as he got... Because that nigga got knocked down, like, what, three times before he actually got the knockout? Mm-hmm. Um, and they should have called that, they said. But, so I guess they... T- whatever, they took the... Um, well, that fight should that fight shouldn't have happened regardless. Like, I it mean, and, and, that, and, that, and, that's, and that's the whole problem. Is that, like, Jake Paul cannot just fight athletes. Like, uh, dude, anybody that has any amount of training and fighting going against anybody who doesn't have training and fighting is going to get their ass beat. Like, full stop. Doesn't matter how athletic you are. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, someone who's like Jake Paul, who's taken this shit by the reins and just has gone head first with how dedicated he is. You need someone who's doing the same shit. And it's just... It's like you can't just pick a random person, which I get. This is why he needed this fight. I I completely believe he needed this fight for the win um, to to be seen as a boxer because no one's going to see him as a boxer. But my point. But what what's what's the next fight is my is my question. Yeah, like, that, you know, who 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 demands who demands a big enough who demands a big enough draw. Who is not is still not really a fighter that he has a decent chance against because you put Conor McGregor in the ring with Jake Paul, and I mean again Conor's going to be down probably forty pounds at least. Um, so may, like maybe and maybe it'll be interesting and Conor Conor wins height, that, bro, but it's like Conor's like what five two? No, he's five. I think he's like five nine. So he's got he's losing four inches. He's losing forty pounds. Like so, like I I kind of get it. And maybe like Connor starches him or whatever. But I don't know who. 
Like, you can't put him against anybody that would be in his weight class in the UFC because he's going to get absolutely starched. I don't know who I don't know who he fights that's interesting enough to care about that would actually be somebody that we think could fight. The only reason that I, – I mean, I still don't know why – the only reason Logan Paul's getting in the ring with Floyd Mayweather is because Mayweather isn't going to knock him out. Um, yeah. Like – and Floyd Mayweather is like 50. So, like, it's an interesting, like, that's going to be an interesting fight from the perspective of, like, can Logan even touch Floyd Mayweather? That's, but it's not going to yeah, be. It's like catching it, lightning. So, yeah. But, but we had, but this was the same conversation we had with Connor. And Connor's exponentially better than Logan Paul is. And so he couldn't touch him. So Logan Paul's not going to be able to touch him. Yeah. Um. So, I, 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 like, my point is, like, I, I, I guess I just don't know, like, after this Logan Paul Mayweather fight, like I don't know who, I don't know who's next for anybody because it does, like none of it really makes sense to me. Like unless you pull, like I don't know, like somebody that's retired, um, like a, a former uh, like light heavyweight for Jake, like a retired light heavyweight for Jake, or um, you know maybe like an upstart young boxer for Logan, or like, I don't know. Like there's really nobody that that's interesting enough to me that that it's like oh yeah this is gonna be this makes sense. Well, know, I can tell have, you right now the next fight. who would be a, like a prime candidate for like at least fighting Jake Wellington Boyce, <laughs> Jake Paul six feet, Wellington Boyce six feet. Jake Paul ranges from one ninety to. 210 Wellington Boys ranges from 190 to 210. My reach is way longer than Jake Paul's. You give me fucking six months. Okay, realistically. I mean, I would take this fight so seriously, but you give me an actual year with one match in there or whatever, one boxing match with someone like a, a, a random setup of. And then I would take on Jake Paul. And I am being, this is from the heart, and I am being dead ass serious. I would take the Jake Paul fight instantly for $5. If I won, I would take that fight for $5. That's the bag I would walk away with just because I know and I'm confident in myself to take on this nigga. Like, and. Sure, I could lose, but like I said, if you give me a realistic time frame of like I train for three months and get my shit together and then I actually train, boxing train for a good nine months and in between the nine months I get a, a bout that I'm just like whatever, not even a main card event or whatever, just like you just put me on a, a bout and I get that shit, I win or lose. And I just know how, okay, cool. Like, this is how this goes in real time. I'm taking it. I'm dead. I'm dead fucking serious about that. Okay. <laughs> mm uh, so, in other news, I would love to win the lottery just to win the lottery. I think it would be one of my best ideas yet. <laughs> Um, one of the biggest opportunities I'll ever have. And, uh, you know, just to get in there and, and play and, and, and scratch those cards <laughs> off, I really think would be a great opportunity for me. Um, but no, I, I, dude, I mean, the thing is, Jake Paul has been fighting nothing but scrubs. Given they said, everybody was like, oh, fight a real fighter. 
He fights Ben Askren. He is a real fighter, but Ben Askren is not. He didn't take it serious. And that was the biggest takeaway. It's just like this was a one round, very, very eh, knockout. He just got hit that he that button got hit. He got knocked down. He was like, okay, whatever. Like I'm back up. And then the ref called it. That I you hate. understand that you're only two inches taller than Nate Robinson, right? Like you, like you understand that Nate Robinson. You understand that he big. lied about his height, right? Bro. I'm, I'm okay. I'm tall. Three inches. <laughs> three inches taller I have the than same Nate Robinson. Height as infinitely. Jake Paul. infinitely I am the same less, weight less class as Jake Paul. I have a longer reach than Jake Paul. Okay, the only so thing are, that takes me like, out of the conversation like, is conditioning. That is it. And you know training, but yeah, no, definitely. No, like I got and 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 athleticism, and you know any 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 sort of chance. I, I got the hands. I got the hands, and you know what? No, no, no. Once you I have, learned how to you use have them. hands, like you, 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 you have two of them. Like that's that's what you have. You were blessed to be born with two. Yes, you are yeah. correct. <laughs> yeah, not everyone's fathers could could be lucky enough to get two. That's speaking from experience. <laughs> So, I, my point is that there ain't no fucking way you're getting in the ring. Damn. God, need a second because I wasn't ready for that. One. <laughs> I now I now feel ableist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my dad's bo- my dad's boxing dreams were marred at the at the slim age of two minutes. Oh God, yeah. But back to it. Like I mean, yeah. It, it's just I know people are gonna think I'm joking, but like I dead, I dead fucking like would take it. And it's not because I hate him or anything like that. But you know, I just that would at least make sense for what's going on here. Otherwise, I don't know what we're talking about. I just see okay, in the sense of like. Like, if you hated him, I could be like, oh, okay, like, it makes sense. Like, he just wants a chance yeah. to, like, legally beat this kid's ass. But, like, if if you're coming at this from the area of, like, you have some sort of shot at beating him in an athletic competition, this is one him. of the – this is one of the most insane things. I've I just want to fight him. I would just – I just want to fight him. Does that make me a bad person? No. Maybe. Okay. It would It at least makes sense for why this conversation is happening versus, like – know, some men to- just want to see the world burn, and I would love to see that go down in flames just his reign of three just, three knockouts be a three and an oh the, the funny the funny thing about this is is like i'm just imagining like the video up up to your guys's fight and when he called cody co a little back-end tech developer i'm just only i i can only imagine what he would say about you Bro, in a video where you guys are getting ready for this it would be amazing because you know what i'm winning every single argument that kid throws at me his backyard bully bullying techniques i i would be too clever it would it would make me seem Dude. like the most clever individual compared to Jake Paul's like oh yeah like your mom okay all right kid I got you I got your ticket right here now I'll put it, I'll put it this way Welly your ability to hop over a phone book does not make you athletic in the same way that being able to retort with Jake Paul does not make you that much clever that's a very low bar to clear okay whatever anyways niggas doubt me but I take that fight. 
and I would put my heart and soul. Because the thing is, he want he needs somebody that's gonna take the fight seriously. And you know who's gonna take it seriously? Me. Because you know what? I have nothing to fucking lose. That's kind of why it's not interesting just <laughs> to put that out there. But it makes it more interesting because I have nothing to lose, so I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm the trash man. <laughs> I just go in the ring and I throw around trash. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm I not sitting garbage. here saying, I'm not sitting here saying I wouldn't love to see it, but also, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still not paying for that fight. I wouldn't expect you to. I would expect you to be there. <laughs> if Triller's throwing an event and it's Jake Paul, I feel like it'd be an easy card. If I just got Jake Paul's uh, acknowledgement. Of course, you'd be like, who's this nobody? Because, of course, that's how he, he's that kind of person where he's going to act like he doesn't know who I'll I am. I'll tell you what. I'll tell and you we who been a good fight rooms. would be. It would, a good fight would be like you and Rice Gum. Like, I would watch the shit out of that. Nigga, you just fucking tried the shit out of me. <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of a you and Rice Gum fight. You just tried the absolute dog shit out of me. Because... Wellington Boy's a pretty irrelevant YouTuber. That shit would be dope. That lead up would be dope. He drops a diss track, you, and you and you talk about dropping a diss track for six months. That shit would be funny. <laughs> Never do it. <laughs> Never do it. Bro, just keep teasing that, the shit out of it. Bro, I, I, I my thing is, if they just get me into the YouTube boxing realm, I'm good, I will take you could go. You could go beat Dirty Dom's ass for like 10 grand. That shit no, would be that's, dope. That's cute. See, you're naming people that are cake, bro. Jake Paul would give me a fight. Jake Paul would make me work. That's what I want. I want to work. I don't want how easy about, route. How about you? How about fucking you? Bryce Hall. Nigga, I eat, I, I eat that nigga's ass like an almond joy, bro. I, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm quoting the Migos. That was a joke. That was a joke. Calm down, everybody. <laughs> but no, like I, this, you're talking about like cakewalks. I, I want someone who's actually going to give you fight, me a you run fight, for my money. You fight Bryce Hall for three Addison Ray TikTok features. Oh, my God. <laughs> we just need you to promote for our podcast. That's all I want. If I win this match, you post three of our highlight videos. That's it. <laughs> I I win I win this fight. You do the renegade with me. <laughs> we do the uh, honor, uh, no, 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 money, but <laughs> bro, I like I I want like just to get in the the world. I need those people to come to Atlanta. I mean, they were just in Atlanta for, for the boxing. <laughs> literally, match. literally just literally in your backyard. Just, but go on. But like, I need that world to come here. So I can just because I dead ass I've been talking about it, but I'm gonna do it because I talk about things for six months until I do it. Um, I'm gonna join a boxing like gym just to just to do it for fun because I want to do it for fun. But like, man, you get you if niggas see the hands that develop and they're like, I want a piece of that nigga. We gotta uh, make rule make- right here. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta find a way to make this podcast relevant just to get you in a boxing ring. Uh, please, please, because it's killing me. I, I think at this point, my my driving focus is to get us popping enough to people hearing this, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he should, he should fight whoever," because this man's talking reckless. <laughs> you hear what Wellington said on his podcast? Who? 
okay, I don't know who this man is, but he's saying some crazy shit. I want to get him the boxing match. Right. I want right, to fight what, him. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you like twenty to thirty seconds, and I want you to make your announcement. And I'm gonna clip. Hey, we're gonna clip it and ship it, and try and get something trending on Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary folk out there, I am Wellington Boyce, and I have an announcement to make today on April. 22nd, Thursday at 7 p.m. I am venturing the world of boxing. I am willing to take on any opponent. You give me six months and I am throwing hands with anybody you throw at me or anybody that wants to step up to the fucking plate and prove themselves to me. Somebody with zero boxing experience. But I'm confident enough that I will mollywop and put your face on that fucking canvas. And this, this is a promise, my boy. Because I'm not going to fight any women because that's, that's, I know people would like to pay for that, but that's not going to happen. I, I, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that thing. But yes, give me a name, shout my name out. And you know what? I'll, I'll put it out there for right now. Jake Paul. I want you. I want you. Because you're going to give me the fight that I want. There. I this may, <laughs> this may be my greatest creation yet. Oh, Bro, my God. If you, the I, I will is- become a fucking monster. I'm going to take before and after pictures of my body. And then, like, once it's, like, right before the fight in the way. And people are like, holy shit. Whoa. Just hear from the back of Twitter. Why do you take it so serious? Just hear from the back of Twitter. You're like, yo, this this man took it dead serious. Like he cut the weight. Well, I want to I want to stay in the weight class of like 185 minimum. But I'm I'm coming for niggas, bro. Not, not in that sense. That sounds weird. But like, I'm, I'm coming at niggas. That also sounds weird. But y'all know title. what I'm saying. <laughs> T- title of this episode: The Announcement. <laughs> I'm becoming a full time boxer, y'all. I just got to get it. If if there's anybody that wants to train me, that's an actual boxing coach in the Atlanta metropolitan area, come at me, at me, bro, at Willie Boyce. Email me wboyce44 at gmail dot com. I'm all for it if you want to win business inquiries only (laughs) if you want to win put me in and jake paul if you want to fight that will make people be like oh hey he this guy clearly wants to fight you'll want me because i'm gonna give you a serious fight i'm not gonna do what nate robinson did and train for a month nigga i'm gonna be day in day out on my grind and, and and, and I'm coming. I'm coming for you. I think I just became Don King. <laughs> is this what that is? <laughs> is this how this feels? Because I like it. <laughs> it's not it's not it's not hurting. It's not hurting anything, but it's great for the brand. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just great for the brand. All right, let's move on for this boxing thing before I <laughs> before I say some reckless shit. <laughs> you already made some reckless shit because that clip is in my possession right now. Oh man, that's great. If anything actually comes up of this, I, I'm oh man, I'm gonna be so stoked. I'm be, life, life is what is it? Life is showing up, Mildred or Mill Millhouse. 
<laughs> life, <laughs> life is coming up Millhouse. Life's coming up Millhouse. Yeah, life is coming up Millhouse. That that's <laughs> Mildred. Life's coming up Mildred. Fucking fuck you talking about. Homie. Homie. Um Well, uh the only thing uh I really had left to talk about was the the other kind of bombshell shit that went down this week, which was the uh Derek Chauvin trial, which yeah. um you know, I don't know. There's been a lot of a lot of tomfoolery that's gone gone around on social media, but obviously the the most most poignant most poignant thing that I that I've seen was uh, you know, that this is that this isn't justice, it's accountability, which mm-hmm. yeah. You know, which is fair. Um and then fucking Mark Davis, the owner of the fucking Raiders, uh tweeting out that picture. I can breathe. Yeah. Oh my god. Bro, and I think it's still up. It no, was it still is up still, yesterday. no, that's that's what's wild about it is that like obviously there was a little stir about it afterwards, but he was like, no, 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 like I got on the Twitter and I made that, and I'm like, <laughs> like you're doing, you're I, doing I, too I, much. I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that out loud, my guy. But it's yeah, just I like was, I, it was very, very confusing. But yeah, the whole J- Derek Chauvin like actually being found guilty on all uh, all charges, it's. A guy at work came up to me and said, like, hey, you see that trial? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, it's good. Like, this is a good thing. And I was like, it's good, but it's not, like, the end-all, be-all. Like, this is not going to solve sure. anything. And I'm just like, well, I mean, even it's, 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 it's a starting point for me. Like, I, I was like, it's a starting point. Like, you can hope for things to actually develop into it, or they can just, like how I feel, they're making him an example. Because this stirred up so much controversy they had to make an example of him well here's here, here's the other thing is that yeah it's not the end-all be-all because of shit that's literally happened this week yeah oh, like a 16 year old girl it was, got that shot. it was literally the same day yeah so i you know obviously there's there's a lot more there's a lot more work to be done but a couple things that i wanted to point out that i thought were interesting uh that didn't get talked about enough uh I felt like were um, just one fact off the rip um, that didn't get hammered on enough was that at no point during Derek Chauvin being near George Floyd during all of those moments was he not handcuffed. So from the time that Derek Chauvin showed up to the time that they that George Floyd died, there was not one point where Derek Chauvin was there and George Floyd was not in handcuffs, which is a wild thought considering how that whole situation went. Like. That's not having to restrain somebody. That's he was he's been restrained since I've showed up and I'm doing this thing to I'm committing murder. Like yeah. that like that's a wild that's a wild situation to like run up on. Like there are some people who are like, yo, you don't understand, like, you know, they the cops have to protect themselves. What no. Like there was zero point in any interaction that this man had with George Floyd where he was not handcuffed. At and no point with yeah, at this point. There was no point where George Floyd was ever a threat to this man, and he just killed him. The other point I want to bring up is that this is the first time in U.S. history a police chief has testified against his own uh, police officer, which yes. hopefully, and this is a big problem with policing, not all, maybe not all police, but with policing in general, is that big frat vibes amongst police 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 departments where we don't tell on each other and we investigate ourselves and we found that we did nothing wrong the point is 
regardless of everything else that surrounds policing, is that it takes people holding others accountable. And, like, yep. this is the first time that that's ever happened in a court of law. And that's a really important thing moving forward on solving some of these issues because the easiest way to get people to start, you know, liking cops more or respecting cops more is when good cops will call shit out like this and be like, yo, and not this feel was afraid. fucked up. Yeah, and yeah. not feel afraid because that's the thing. There, I think there was a situation where a cop spoke against her partner who was – doing using like unnecessary force and they fired her yeah they fired her i think but then also i read um that this is also (laughs) since 2005 the first cop that is put in jail Mm -hmm. out of 15,000 killings Mm -hmm. by the cop's hands by a police officer's hands that a cop is going to jail for it since 2005 that is remarkably disturbing. Yeah. And that is why it's it's hard to want to care for a lot of things in this country when you as an individual don't see yourself like being cared for, especially by the civil like the civil beliefs or whatever however you want to call them. Like and I'm not talking as a black man. I'm talking about just as a human being. Like where, th- th- obviously, people say, "Oh, cops are here to help," and in a lot of people's experiences, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And if that's the if that's the situation where you have a lot of people with the opinions of cops, like where they feel like they have to hold their breaths anytime they're around a cop, that's an issue. Like no one should fear a cop. Like given that situation with the the uh, military lieutenant. Like he's like I'm afraid from like to do anything, and the cops like yeah you should be no my guy that's like as if a parent respects it's like oh hey a parent says I want my kids to respect me and they do it by brute force your kid's not gonna respect you they're gonna fear you like beating the shit out of your kid is not gonna give them respect like you want fear there's a difference Mm -hmm. you want fear you don't want respect so when you put on a badge. Know the difference of what you're requesting. Because if you want respect, then go out there and fucking fight against your brother in arms, your other blue brothers that are doing this bullshit against other civilians. Mm -hmm. Like you can you can want to fight and say, oh, well, not all cops are bad. You know what, my guy? I can say the same thing about men, whatever. Like not all cops are bad. But you know what? If you don't speak up and if you kind of brush things under the rug and all that stuff, to me, that's bad. You're yeah. showing a blind eye. That is fucking bad. So, therefore, you are associated with every fucking one of them. Yeah. I mean, when you when you have – when you exist in an ecosystem that doesn't promote truthfulness or that doesn't promote accountability um, – and, again, like, this is a job that they do, you know? So, yeah. it's not like – you know, it's not as if like they can't leave at any point, you know, and and it's not like, you know, this is the only thing that they're ever going to be allowed to do. Like, this is just a paycheck like many other people have. So it's like if you choose to exist in that ecosystem, knowing that you're covering up for people who are doing bad things, it's like I understand that shit's tough and, you know, you may not be able to 
to get another job or you may not be able to speak out in a way that won't get you fired. But like there, there is a bit of complicity in having to exist in that. Now that's wrong on their side to create a ecosystem that promotes not telling the truth and not being accountable and not holding others to a higher responsibility that that badge provides for those who wear it. But at the same time, like the change is got to happen from things like this where a police chief is like yo i don't condone anything that that went down there i don't know what he was doing you know this is not the way that we educate our people this is not the way that you know we want to act as a police force like that's how shit's going to change a little bit um and or should that, you say should because yeah. it's not going to it, it but it should change like yeah that. so i don't know i mean I guess, you know, it's, it's, it's like anything else. Like, you know, all men are bad when men cover up for other men for no reason other than, you know, identity. And yep. it's the same, it's yep. the same thing. So absolutely. I don't know. I, I mean, you know, hopefully it gets better. Um, you know, hopefully this is a step in the right direction. Um, but I mean, it's just tough to tell. I mean, it's it's tough to it's tough to really see, you know, what what comes next with some of this stuff. And you know, there, I think where people get messed up is that a lot of people have ideas about how to fix this and what the solutions are that you know people don't disagree with. But I mean, I think fundamentally, there's just a problem, um, and so people are looking for any way to try and solve that problem. And you may not agree with the ways in which they go about it, but fundamentally like this cannot continue the same way it's been going i mean i just don't see how as a society that this is going to be the path forward of just having this um so many stories of this like paramilitary organization yeah i mean it's 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 constant and you know whether you know whether your solution is this side or the other thing like there's a problem that needs solving so you know it's just like a matter of whether they want to or not because it's deeper than just like being put on trial because you got caught that that's pretty much at yeah. the end of the day that's what it yeah, is if, you that, got caught, if that footage doesn't exist then nothing nothing yeah nothing he got caught you would know who george floyd is but you would know that nothing happened of that situation it, it's just like i don't know like i there's so much I could say about it, but I just hope, like, because when I was talking to this guy at work, he's like, yeah, man, it's a step in the right direction. I'm like, it's a step. It's a step sure. of an uphill battle. Yeah. And nothing so there's, so, it, 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 I, yeah, nothing was won. And then you got fucking Nancy Pelosi like, oh, yeah, I'm so, well, like, saying some dumb shit. Sacrificed his life for the cause. It's for like, the cause. He, like, he didn't, he you, didn't pick that. You tone deaf bitch. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Sacrifice. He's yeah. not a martyr. First of all, it, like Dave Chappelle, like Dave Chappelle said, like you made him a martyr. Yeah, he would. He he didn't want that. Yeah, he wanted to live. <laughs> he he wanted to be with his daughter. He wanted to live every day like we are. We, he wanted to see fucking twenty twenty one. Like no, like that, that's what are you talking about? And it, to view it such as that, you're you're not helping anybody. You're not in our court or like on our side or whatever. You, you your your views are completely far left field. 
No, no one's thinking that like, oh yes, he 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 sacrifices like shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Like Pelosi. like and and to put this and to put this in context of like something larger, like you have the George Floyd situation where this dude gets murdered, and then a cause by of- someone that he knew prior to the situation. Yeah. yeah, and and there's a whole situation that comes out of that, and people use, you know, for good or for bad, people use that situation to move whatever needle they're trying to move the point is is that he did not want to be involved in any of that he wanted to live and you put that against somebody like um alexander nalvani who is who is a big political figure in russia um who is very opposed to putin um gets poisoned in germany while he's on parole and can't make the parole hearing so then they bring him back to or he goes back to russia and they're like, yo, you violated the law. You missed your parole hearing. And he's like, I was fucking poisoned by the government. Of course I missed my parole hearing. But I came back because I want to institute change. And I can't change Russia not being in Russia. So put me in the put me in fucking prison. And let's, like, let me create a cause around myself. He chose. He yeah. chose. If he dies, he sacrificed himself for his cause, that, that, which that, is yeah. fine. Which is completely fine. But the point is, George Floyd did not come out that day, you know, trying to stir shit up so that he hoped he got killed and so that, that things could be different than they were the day before. That's not how that works. No. Any, Those are any two person very that has, different things. Yeah. Any person that has died in the hands of, like, br- police brutality isn't a martyr. That's what y- y'all got the shit fucked up. The narrative is not that. That these people aren't, like, oh, we can't let them die in vain. Well, the thing is... They, 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 they were murdered. They'd rather they, live in obscurity. They would rather, I promise you that. Yeah, as as a human being, if tomorrow a cop pulls me over and he gets aggressive with me and kills me, I can guarantee you right now, y'all, if that was to save racism as like a, a, a stepping stone in racism to be cured or whatever, I don't want to be that person. I don't care if that's what it took because I want to live my life. I am a human being and I don't want to be <laughs> and it shouldn't take it shouldn't take your life to change it. Yeah, it like, should, it, like at all. It, it can take words and it can take, you know, protests and it can take a whole bunch of other things. It shouldn't cost a life to get things yeah, to if, be if the way that it's not my they choosing, if it's not my choosing, I don't yeah. want it. Yeah. That's that's the difference. If I did whatever said same situation and I was just like, yeah, I'm going to die for the cause, different. Yeah. Different. But yeah. I don't want it. F- fucking whoever Tom down the street he doesn't want it yeah. it doesn't matter like these most most normal people aren't gonna want that For sure. and don't don't put them into as this figure of they died for the cause like no no one wants the, to die for the cause unless they openly say I'm gonna die for the cause my guy people are just being murdered and we need to humanize them a little more and realize that it's it's not for a better cause it's just like we just want justice and we to be seen as humans so y'all putting these people as like these prophetic figures like you're not humanizing them in a sense so it's ironic like you're doing the, the polar opposite of what you want of the, your goal is just like you're not humanizing this person so yeah. I don't know. All right, well, we're at a buck three. That's good. That's good. So on that note, 
you know, y'all stay positive. Have a have a wonderful weekend. Um, you know, enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Uh, you know, go get vaxxed and waxed if you're feeling frisky. Yep. Um, but go ahead. Tell them, tell them where they can find you. Y'all can find me at Welly Boys on Twitter, Wellington Boys on Instagram, and at Wellington Boys on TikTok. You can also find me in the nearest boxing gym in your area because I'm fucking ready, baby. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Quinn Tweets on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, check out check out Safe Space for Depravity.com. Check out Safe Space for Depravity Pod uh, on TikTok as well. And we will catch you all next week. All right. Bye. Bye.